Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. But wait, aren't we the taste makers? Oh, <clears throat> girl. Let me adjust my armrest. There we go. Too many adjustments on these new chairs. I hate them so much. I just, I, you know what? I'm this close to just getting myself like a wooden kitchen chair from the 1970s. You know, the ones that looks a little bit country. Oh, boy. I'm going to sit on one of those. That's my, all I need. My arse is aching just thinking about that. Oh, but I'm going to get that cushion that your grandma would make to oh, put on them, the fart cushion. That tie onto the back of the chair? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then come undone? <laughs> That's what I'm going to sit on from this point forward. You'll hear me dragging my chair across the studio floor. As long as you're not one of those guys who sits on a, one of those balls. The exercise balls? No, I'm not going to be that guy. So good for your core. I don't have the core for that. Maybe I would have the core if I sat on an exercise ball, though. That sounds exhausting. Nobody ever, like the exercise ball guy in every office, he puts in a solid two months on that thing, and then he just discreetly one weekend comes in, gets rid of his exercise ball, and steals somebody else's chair. And he moves back to the chair, and it's there's no announcement. He makes a huge announcement about the fact that he will be sitting on an exercise ball. But when he switches back to the other chair, it's very, very, it's the exact opposite. Mm. No fanfare. And uh, and you just know that when that ball first appears in the office, yeah. he's sitting there thinking that everyone's going to walk away being like, oh, my God. I'm inspired. George is unbelievable. He's yeah. so fit. I wish I were like that. <laughs> That is not the conversation that's happening. You have to have the exercise ball body to sit on the exercise ball, though. Like, if you are built like me, it's just the most unflattering thing you can sit on. Yeah. So It's like when uh, you see people riding a bicycle without a shirt on. Uh-huh. You're like, and you're hunched over. You're like, don't do that. Yeah, I mean, be proud of your body. It doesn't matter. But Even the, the fittest person. Yeah, because the angle, you're hunched over <laughs> and you're just, everything's sandwiched together. And you're just like, oh, and you're bouncing down the road. Ooh, stuff's jiggling. Yeah, uh, the exercise ball. And especially if you've never taken it for a test run before. When was the last time you went shirtless, not in a swimming pool or on a beach? I don't think I ever have. I'm not a shirtless man. No, I I just don't. I don't think I've ever peeled my shirt off in public. Even if I'm working in my yard and it's just 35 degrees Celsius, I will still have a T-shirt on, usually a black T-shirt. Yeah. I love me a good farmer's tan. What can I say? Yeah. I don't know. I just don't have the confidence to go shirtless. No. <laughs> anyway, this is not what we were going to talk about. No, it's Friday. We I, need to be telling people what to watch. That's why I started by saying we're the taste makers, right, Price? Yeah, totally. <laughs> no. I'm the show I'm watching now. When did that come out? When did it come out? When did it end? <laughs> like, has it been over for a long time? I think a few years at least. Okay, I. It's uh, good though. I don't know if you've ever heard of a show called Peaky Blinders. Mm? People mm. have been telling me to watch Peaky Blinders for years, and I'm not going to go into detail. But there's one person who hounded me about it, 
that I should watch it, but I do not trust that person's opinion one bit. That's fair. Like that person likes some absolute just garbage. So for him to keep, I'm like, no, I'm not going to watch that. But for some reason, the other day I was on the treadmill and I needed a new treadmill show because I finished the last one. And then I thought, ah, it keeps showing up in my Netflix. So I watched the first episode of Peaky Blinders. I'm all in. Yes. Holy crap. Now you're saying the other day you got four episodes in and wanted to pause so your wife could join you. And I advised against it. Have you kept going on without her? I, uh, I, I watched, (laughs) I watched 10 minutes of episode five yesterday. Oh, see, I can't do that. That bothers me a lot. No, I just, I, I want to watch a show with her. We don't have. We have nothing these days. Nothing. So we have many. no common ground. You need a show to watch with your sweetie, but then you also need shows for just garn time. Yeah. And let Peaky Blinders be your show. Uh, yeah, but she might like Peaky Blinders. It's a good story. Oh, it's good. It's yeah. a great show. But let it be your show. You know what? I'm inspired. Just enjoy it yourself. I told her the other night, I said, you got to catch up. You got, And she kind of went, ugh. Like, okay. So... It's going to be months before she catches up. Yeah. So just go. go. You don't want to stop now. I don't want to have to go back and do it again, though, and pretend that I never watched it. That's I'm going to have to tell her this weekend I'm moving on without her. Yeah. So I think she'll be okay. But um, it's such a good show. The story is so rich. The actors, there is not a dud in that cast. No, no there's not. It only gets better and better as yeah. it goes. Like the acting, once Tom Hardy shows up. He's or- in it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's incredible. But it is extremely British. So yeah. you do need the subtitles on that show. And I, I've discovered, I think I have a thing. And my thing is period pieces with modern music. And I I love that combination. I used to hate it until Peaky Blinders. That really? kind of changed my tune a little bit. It works. Oh, God. Yeah, it, it's it works fantastic. Real well in that show. The opening theme, too, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. That's a cool song. Red, right. That song's been around for probably the early 90s, I think. Because I used to listen to that back in the, the X-File days. Remember X-Files? They put out a soundtrack. Oh, yeah. That was on there. That's the red right hand. hand. Yes. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. God, that's a good song. That is cool. I heard it just played in a store a couple months ago, and I was like, yeah. That's, I can listen to this all the time. You should just go down the... Nick Cave is... He has dozens of albums, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a lot of Nick Cave music out there. You should go down that hole. I think you would like it. I've never gone down. A lot of bands I like are big Nick Cave fans. Yeah. You always hear the bands. Like, he's a band's favorite band, yeah. you know? And he wrote a novel, oh, maybe 10 years ago, and I can't remember the name of it, but it was really good. It's, some, it's got the word bunny in the title. Like, it's a work of fiction, and it was fantastic. Mm. I read it. It's pretty good. So, Nick Cave... Uh, and um, Peaky Blinders. That, that's uh, what I'm up to these days. That Killian Murphy. I think that's how you say it. Yeah, he's good. Ooh, Tommy Shelby. Yeah. The main character on that. Excellent. Yeah. And not was, not hard to look at either. And now he's going to win an Oscar too for Oppenheimer. I just found that out the other day. He's Oppenheimer. Yeah. I still haven't seen that movie, so. Really good too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed Peaky Blinders. Yeah. His brother, Arthur Shelby. Yeah. <laughs> He has, like, the accent he has in that show, and I think it's his real accent, but it just sounds like what I sound like. When, when I you're pretend, putting on a British accent? Yeah, like the Peaky Blinders. Blinders. 
Yeah, I like that. But and I, and um, I can't remember her name. Grace. I oh, like, Grace. Sweet, sweet Grace. I was at a bar in Calgary recently that's called The Garrison. Uh-huh. Which is the same name as their bar in the show. And I was like, ooh, I wonder if Grace is here. Is she going to sing? It's Saturday. That movie's cool. It takes place just after World War One. Yep. And they were all in the war, and they're all messed up by the war. And mm-hmm. It's really good. If you haven't seen it, I recommend Peaky Blinders, and I recommend you watch it by yourself. I'm going to do that. I will announce that to my wife when I get home today. I'll be like, you're out. <laughs> Tough luck, toots. Say it that way. She'll really appreciate that. Okay, what are you doing these days? Not a ton, because I'm in puzzle mode right now. Oh. Spending a lot of time working on a puzzle. 3,000 piece, sir? It ain't going well. How many pieces into the 3,000 piece puzzle are you? I will be generous, and I'll say 300. That's it? I have the border done and a couple patches on the end. It's tough. So you haven't been able to eat a meal at your table now for, well, yeah, you always eat at the coffee table anyway. So No, it is tricky. So I've been plugging away on that. Do you give up on puzzles? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, I'm a quitter. Do you think you'll quit this one? Definitely. What is the? I've already t- I've already flirted with the idea. Oh, no. <laughs> stay strong. I'm going to try. Stay strong. I'm going to try. See if I can make some progress this weekend. Puzzle strong. Oh, it is tough. But the one thing I have started is uh, the second season of Breakpoint on mm-hmm. Netflix, which is the behind the scenes documentary series where they follow professional tennis players. Oh, okay. Uh, the first season was really interesting and you realize how tough that sport is mentally because like they are out, it's a solo sport. Oh yeah. It's not a team game. So when you lose, it's all your fault. Yeah. And it is hard. Like when they start to fall off the rails during a match, there's no one there to save them. Even their coaches are way off in the stands. So they're just kind of standing there (laughs) stewing and then they just dissolve. And it's kind of cool to see them go through that and how they deal with it, how they train. And is this a Netflix thing? Yeah, it's the same people who did the F1 show. Okay. And did the golf one. Do you think eventually they're going to come around and they're going to do uh, one of these really in-depth sports documentaries, day-in-the-life-of type documentaries about uh, pickleball? Maybe. Ben Johns, greatest pickleball player on the planet right now, 24 years old. Oh, wow. It's ranked number one. I did just see that a Canadian tennis player, Sweet Jeannie Bouchard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Took a crack at pro pickleball life, and apparently she just got crushed in her first match. (laughs) You can spot the tennis players when they come out to play pickleball because they're just running out of control. Like, you don't, there's not a lot of running in pickleball. There's some quick and sudden movements, but you're not, you shouldn't be running across the back of the court. No, because it's played largely by seniors. (sighs) Not largely, maybe initially largely. It's, it's skewing younger now. I tell you, every week I go, I got a match this morning, by the way, at 1130, I got to go, so. <laughs> you better start doing lunges. But the um, every week I go to the place where I play, it is younger and younger and younger. There's this couple that we play with all the time now, 24, 25 years old, maybe. Wow. Super young, and they're good. But then you do get a lot of seniors, right? Well, you do. Because there's not that all that movement. Yeah, exactly. That you mentioned. But it's still, like, I still work up a sweat. Oh, yeah, it's still a sport. But anyway, so there is no pickleball documentary yet, but there should be. Not yet, but yeah. there is Breakpoint, which is pretty good. You know, I'm not a huge tennis fan, but I like seeing the behind-the-scenes stuff, and I like seeing how they train and interact with their coaches and prepare for matches, and it follows them through largely the biggest tournaments. Yeah. So, they, you know, all the majors, like Wimbledon and stuff. So It's genius, though, when you think about it, because you're getting people to care about a sport you normally wouldn't care about. That yeah. was me with F1. Exact same thing. I could not care less about F1. And then I watched that first season. I'm like, oh, this is good. 
it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm not going to sit and watch the Australian Open right now, but no. as for this documentary, I actually really enjoy it. It's well done. Okay. Breakpoint season two. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's on the internet where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. I've never done it, but I bet what you could do is take your iPad with you when you go to Lube City. Well, the technicians are working on your car. You could sit there and watch Peaky Blinders, and they've probably seen it, and they won't spoil it. No. They're not spoilers there. No, they're not. No. Uh, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll just go get oil changes all weekend long. Yeah. No spoilers there. What now? But tell me, Except Bryce. Except on the cars. <laughs> <clears throat> Where could a guy find a lube city? Well, I mean, there are 27 of them in this province, so the best place to go would be the internet. Oh, lubecity.ca. That's where I would start. You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's like radio, but on the internet. Wow! I don't know if it's a dumb purchase, but I upgraded my pickleball paddle. Are those things cheap? No. How much is a pickleball paddle? A good one. Well, the one that I just bought was 300 bucks. Damn! But I played the first six months or so on an Amazon special. Which worked just fine. Do you feel a difference with a $300 paddle? Uh, between you and me? No. Ooh. Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. The people in Colorado, they bought a house. Yeah. Previous owners left behind a deep freeze. Yeah, a week ago. <clears throat> and when they open the deep freeze, they start rooting around in there. The question I have, though, like if somebody, if I moved into a house... And they left behind a deep freeze and it was full of meat and everything else. I wouldn't be looking through all the bags to see what was in there. I was just going to assume I'm going to get rid of everything. I'm not going to eat strange food that was left in a house. No, me neither. I would broom everything in there, I would think. Yeah, but they found a, a human head and some human hands frozen maybe, in a bag. Hey, maybe they were just tossing stuff out. But when you grab a human head, you're like... Hmm. This isn't a rump roast. Yeah, is this a basketball? Why do I feel teeth? <laughs> oh, gross. Is that an eye? So I just jokingly said, you know, what's the worst thing you ever found when you moved into a new place? Somebody said, we found a container of baby teeth in the garage oh. of the first place we bought. That's horrifying. Like, Te- that's... Adult teeth. teeth or baby teeth? What would be worse? <laughs> Ooh, adult teeth, I think, would be worse. You think? Because at least you'd be like, oh, it was a kid. They uh, must have a kid. Adult teeth, you'd be like, what happened here? <laughs> Finding teeth that aren't yours or anyone you're related to would be horrifying. Yeah, it kind of would be, wouldn't it? That's gross. Should we get back to talking about the dumbest thing you ever spent money on? I liked that yesterday. Holy crap, there were a lot of people talking about that. Uh, Alicia said, dumbest thing I ever spent money on. Back when I cared about clothes, I spent $520 on a pair of jeans. I cringe thinking about that now. 520 bucks on a pair. I'll bet you they look good though, Alicia. I'll bet you they look great. And I'm upset when my like $80 jeans blow a hole in the crotch. Imagine yeah. how you feel when your $500 jeans blow a hole. Or they get caught in your bike chain. Oh. <laughs> uh, dumbest thing I ever bought has to be the dirt bike I bought two years ago. It was used, but I financed it along with $1,000 worth of gear. I have no idea how to ride it. And the two people that were going to teach me how to ride are no longer in my life. And when they did try to teach me, they just drove off and I tried to ride in circles in a field. Well, that's sad. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. 
I kind of want to know the backstory of why they're not in your life anymore. That's actually the most interesting part of that story. So if you're still, that text came in yesterday, but if you're still out there, please, uh, can you just sort of sketch in the details there? Why are the two people that said they'd teach you to ride no longer in your life? What happened? What was the fallout about? Yeah. That would be frustrating, though, to spend, you know, a few dollars getting <laughs> dirt bikes and all the equipment. Oh, yeah. And then not know how to use it. I think dirt biking is one of those things you have to get into as a kid. I think it would be hard to... It would hard to get into that as an adult. I remember when I was a kid, we had a family friends that were all dirt bikers, and I was so jealous. Me too. I never had a dirt bike as a kid, and I wanted one so bad. Oh, I wanted it bad. And now, yeah, now you're, I feel like it's too late. I would embarrass myself out there. And as an adult now, I'm constantly looking on Facebook Marketplace for um, a Honda Z50. Z50, it was like the little classic mini bike back in the 70s and 80s. Ooh. I want one so bad, and they're out there, but... I just feel like I would buy one of those, get it, and then go, now what do I do with this? I'm a grown man on a mini bike. That's a little creepy. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can satisfy some fantasy I had when I was 10. It's the Gar Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. There's a couple of Hall of Famers that I want to read to you right here. Oh, good. Uh, this one is from Derek. I once bought a subscription to the Edmonton Sun. Someone came to my door and said it was a three-month subscription for a charity. Don't remember which one. So being young, I gave them a void check for a bank account that I don't really use. They delivered me one newspaper and continued to take money for more than 10 years. I don't use the account for much, money in, that sort of thing. So as long as the number in the account looked about right, I rarely looked at the transactions. Every once in a while, I would notice and make a mental note to cancel it, but then I would forget. Over the 10 years, it was about $5,000. Oh, excuse me? Finally canceled it this year. <laughs> Holy cow. $5,000 for a newspaper subscription? Yep. Yikes. Oof. Cancel those subscriptions, whether it's a newspaper, I don't know, a streaming. If you're not using, get rid of it. And I need to take my own advice. There's a couple of things I need to heave into the sun. Yeah, I could streamline my operation a little bit. Uh-huh. Man, that's depressing when you add that up over the oh, 10 years. Oh, I know. Oh. This one kind of left both you and I scratching our heads. All it said was, uh, uh, I spent $4,000 US on a silicone mermaid tail. <laughs> oh, boy. And then I wrote back, you know, what is a silicone mermaid tail for? You know, is that... Is that for mummy and daddy time? And they said, no, I owned a small business where I would dress up as a mermaid character and do birthday parties. And I figured I needed this. I have never worn it. I want to sell it to get back some of the money. Turns out it's worth double today what I bought it for. So I'm holding on to it. Oh, well, that doesn't count. No. But and you know what? Also, who's going to pay eight grand for that? Nobody. Sell it. Sell it now. Because you can get get out while you can. Remember how everyone, um, I don't know if you'll remember the whole Beanie Baby craze. You were probably too young. But it's like everybody was buying Beanie Babies and then they refused to sell them because, you know, quote, they'd quadrupled in value. And where are those Beanie Babies now? I can tell you where they are. Uh, they're under the sink in the bathroom for those times when you run out of toilet paper. That's where they are. <laughs> oh, my those mermaid tails too. Like I've seen videos of people who have them and then they try to swim in it and they almost die. 
Yeah. It's basically putting a sleeping bag up to your waist and then trying to swim. And when you're a mermaid doing uh, children's parties, like, how do you drive to the mermaid gig in your mermaid tail? Like, especially if you drive a standard. How does that work? That's why mermaids don't drive. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Go ahead. The dumbest thing you ever spent money on. So uh, I got a little, a bit of a story, I guess, about something that I bought that was disappointing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this happened when I was a kid. I must have been in junior high. Uh, so obviously I didn't have a job, but it was my, my hard-earned allowance that I, uh, that I felt like I wasted. Uh, so I saved up for what felt like weeks or months to buy some pogs. Right, you remember that? that yeah, pogs. Game? Yeah, yeah. So there was this. I think it's called like a smasher, like the big, the big thick metal pog that you'd use to smash the pile. I saved up my allowance forever to get this thing. It was like twenty five bucks, and the next day, pogs weren't cool anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was so, I was so bad. Do you remember uh, the exact date that pogs fell out of fashion? Oh man, that must have been like early '90s, I think. Uh, I don't remember. I think I've suppressed that. <laughs> I wonder if people are still hanging on to their pogs or their beanie babies, like we talk, and hoping that they yeah. come back again. I mean, at this point, I still have it. I got a whole stack of pogs I never used. Sounds to me like somebody can stop saving for retirement. There you go. Yeah. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. We got a couple of texts early this morning, though, on another topic that I want to just quickly read these, though. You were talking about there was somebody who bought a house in Colorado, maybe? Yes. So they bought the house in Colorado uh, a week ago, and they moved in, and the previous owners had left a bunch of junk in there. Yeah, like a, a deep freeze. They're cleaning out all the junk, including the deep freeze. They're rooting through it. And what do they find at the bottom of the deep freeze? Well, they found a human head and human hands. You know, as one keeps in their deep freeze. But usually when you move, you take that with you. Oh, that man. is so disgusting. And I need to know the rest of the story. Like, who did the hands and the head belong to? What is the rest of the story? And then we just kind of talked about just the bizarre things you found when you moved into a place. Uh, somebody said, when I moved into this house, the spare bedroom closet was filled with porn. Ooh. A guy friend helped me move. I'm sure he kept the bag. We put it in instead of throwing it in the trash. Of course he kept it. Yeah. He definitely played, oh, this is disgusting. I'm, I'm going to take this right to the dump. I'm going to take this to the police. And he took it home. I oh, guarantee yeah. you. It's in his closet now. Uh, this really has nothing to do with it, but this is such a grandma move right here. My grandmother gave me a box of various trinkets within... I found a bunch of old adult teeth that belonged to no one that we were related to. <laughs> oh, oh, oh finding teeth is bad enough. Find out it's to complete <laughs> strangers' teeth? Gross. What, what, was, what was your grandma's deal? Why did she have other people's teeth? Was she a dentist? Oh, anyway, let's get back to talking about the dumb things you spent your money on. This one, I laughed out loud. It's so ridiculous. It just says... When I was in grade 12, I bought a mink coat. Ooh. It was super expensive, and I had to get a loan from the store, oh. which I'm pretty sure isn't legal, as I was under 18. 
I wore it once and got teased so badly, people saying my parents bought it and that I was spoiled. I never wore it again. I tried to sell it, but there didn't seem to be a market for it. Not even sure what happened to it at this point. Oh, wow. That's from Mary. Uh, wow. Wow. That is a bold move. God, remember when mink coats used to be... Would, was that a part of your life? Not really. Like, not you wearing a mink coat, but it used to be the way you'd show off your wealth would be a mink coat. Yeah, a real fur, fur coat. coat. Yeah. <laughs> is that still a thing? Do people still buy them? I don't think so. I think the old red paint splashing got a little too real. <laughs> so it's all faux now. I just love the thought that in high school, Mary walked into a store and financed a fur coat. That is spectacular. That is a 17-year-old going on 70. Uh-huh. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. What kind of dumb things are you going to spend money on these days, Bryce? Oh, I'm just going to throw it at the wall till something sticks. You are, um, quite often stuff shows up in your social media feed, like, uh... Oh, my God. Ads directed right at you, and sometimes you're a sucker for the siren song. Yeah. The- <laughs> There's one right now. It's, a. Uh, it's like the alien from Aliens, uh-huh. but it's a pen holder. You put the pens in his back. Oh, yeah. Are you going to get it? I kind of want it. Bryce is bad <laughs> with money. <laughs> I bought a little one. It looked like a lawn gnome, but it was Snoop Dogg. It oh, arrived, yeah. and it was a fraction of the size I thought it was. Oh, and no. also looked nothing like him. So, like, using your hands, how big is the Snoop Dogg lawnmower? Uh, lawn gnome. It's about the size of a computer mouse. That's it? Yeah. And well, it didn't thought, even look like him. I remember you showing me the picture. I thought it was something you were going to put on your front step. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> and it wasn't. Wow. And then my best girl broke it. Oh, really? Yeah. In a fit of rage? Probably. Uh, we're just talking about the dumb things you spend money. We all do. Like, I spend money on really dumb things. You do as well. The, I laughed so There was something about that text from Mary who said she financed a fur coat. At the mall when she was in grade 12. She wasn't even 18 years old yet, and the store let her finance a fur coat. It's the fact she was in high school financing a mink coat. Yeah, God, I thought that was funny. What are you, 90? And then somebody just texted and said, OMG, I'm buying vintage real furs for $100 these days. Ooh. I have a mink and I have a shearling from the 60s. Total fur convert. Uh, do you remember what a Sherling coat is, Bryce? I don't. Look up um, Toronto Ikea monkey. Oh, yeah, that thing. That Oh. I remember that monkey. How long ago was that? 15 years? It's been a minute. There's like a little monkey on the loose in the Ikea parking lot somewhere in Toronto, and he's wearing a little coat. That's the kind of coat this person's buying. That monkey is adorable. That monkey's probably dead now, right? Oh, super dead. Very, very dead. King of dead. Uh, here's somebody else. I, too, financed a jacket in the 90s when I was 15 or 16. Layaway, actually. $550. Deer hide. Looks like something Grizzly Adams would wear. Oh, wow. Uh, it just seems like... I think people do still finance jackets, but you don't finance it through the store anymore. You just put it on your credit card, and then you make that minimum payment, so your $700 jacket ends up costing you thirteen grand in the end. That's probably, people are still financing jackets. It's a great idea. You don't see a lot of those old school fur coats anymore. No, I would not have the confidence to wear one. No, you do need a certain level of confidence. Yeah, and I don't know, I feel like I would just get yelled at. I'd be worried about that too. Fur coat people, like, do you get yelled at for wearing fur? Do people throw red paint on you like they used to? 
I need to know this. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.